This is Tuesday, August 30th, 2011. Good morning. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's happening on the front page. Storm leaves punishing inland flooding. Gaddafi wife and relatives enter Algeria and unplugging reactors, hoping the lights stay on. In today's national headlines, Casino Town puts money on Hispanic market. Crew may leave space station. And polygamist is in an induced coma. In this morning's financial news, Obama taps jobs expert as economic advisor. New worries arise in Europe over the pace of growth. And in labor talks, the UAW wants entry-level pay to go up. There will be more business stories, along with more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page and the opinions of New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Chester, Vermont, entitled Storm Leaves Punishing Inland Flooding. Reported by Abby Goodnow and Danny Hakem. While most eyes warily watched the shoreline during Hurricane Irene's grinding ride up the East Coast, it was inland where the most serious damage actually occurred, and the major culprit was not wind, but water. As blue skies and temperate breezes returned on Monday, a clearer picture of the storm's devastation emerged, with the gravest consequences stemming from river flooding in Vermont and upstate New York. Here in southern Vermont, Normally, pretty towns and villages were digging out from thick mud and piles of debris that Sunday's floodwaters left behind. With roughly 200 roads and a number of bridges closed off, many residents remained stranded in their neighborhoods. Others could not get to the grocery store, hospital, or work. It was unclear how many people had been displaced, though the Red Cross said more than 300 had stayed in its shelters on Sunday, and it expected the number to grow. In upstate New York, houses were swept from their foundations and one woman drowned on Sunday when an overflowing creek submerged the cottage where she was vacationing. Flash floods continued to be a concern into Monday afternoon. In the Catskills, where Governor Andrew Cuomo led a helicopter tour of suffering towns, cars were submerged, crops ruined, and roads washed out. In tiny hard-hit Prattsville, what looked like a jumble of homes lay across a roadway, as if they'd been tossed like Lego pieces. In Vermont, officials recovered the body of a man who was tending the municipal water system in Rutland during the storm. They said his son, who was with him at the time, was also feared dead. A 21-year-old woman died after being swept into the Deerfield River in Wilmington, and a man was found dead in Ludlow. As of Monday afternoon, Irene had caused at least 40 deaths in 11 states, according to the Associated Press. This is really a tough battle for us, Governor Peter Shumlin of Vermont said after surveying the damage across the state in a helicopter. What you see is farms destroyed, crops destroyed, businesses underwater, houses eroded or swept away, and widespread devastation. In the Catskills, state and local officials had, by Monday afternoon, carried out 191 rescues across the state since the storm began, in many cases plucking people from cars or homes. State officials confirmed that six people had died in connection with the storm, five drowned, and one was electrocuted. Governor Chris Christie of New Jersey said his state was facing some of the worst flooding inland it had seen in years. Almost 200 Garden State roads were either partially or fully closed. And all along the East Coast, an estimated 5 million people remained without power on Monday, 
including more than 800,000 in New York State, with work crews working frantically to restore service.